And you know what else? I think I told you guys this before, but I'm telling you again. My sorority. Yeah, I was a member of a sorority. We were a uh, eclectic bunch. And uh, basically just drug addicts. And and our 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 icon was the flamingo. So when I saw that Mingo's jersey that was reversible, I was like, oh fuck, fuck, I can't resist any longer. This is happening. It's happening right now. And I, I'm gonna try to forget that they are in Wisconsin. But this is I spent $99 on a jersey for a team I have never fucking seen. That's what good branding does. Live from the Twin Cities, we are the names you know, this is You want me to be that type of dude And I want to be who you like me to But we both know I can't do nothing at all Welcome back. Episode 201 uh, of the podcast. Uh, people are doing robot dances in the Zoom <laughs> chat. Um, we're going to get back to recording this probably in person soon, soonish, I think, uh, ideally. But we are still on the Zoom. We had a, a fantastic episode last week. If you did not listen to our uh, episode 200, a spectacular um, as the. Uh, the Spanish call it uh, the 200th episode podcast episode spe- spectacular. Um, it was great. It was fun. It was uh, a brilliant time. And until it wasn't until it wasn't until I literally just <laughs> told people that I hated them uh, at the end of the podcast. So, but I had a good time. It was a good time. Generally, generally we have a, uh, we have a, uh, as always, we have uh, Jess. Uh, Jess, how are you doing? Uh, I am still trying to recover my voice from a you know home match and then a big away match, and uh, um, I decided to uh, show up today uh, despite the lack of uh, vocal finesse I've got going on. So here I is. That's here fair. we go. That's fair. We also have MJ, uh, MJ, who's uh, house sitting for co- our comrade Wes. Uh, MJ, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I just have to say I'm slightly disappointed that my voice at 100% sounds way worse than Jessica's voice at subpar levels. That's it, you know, I just have to be honest here. I thought this was going to be my podcast to shine. Yeah, um, because She's coming on and, and sounding a little under the weather, but no, no, it's, it's going to be shitty voiced MJ as always. 
listen, man, like I, I think I always sound like I've had like 10 cigarettes and probably wish, <laughs> wish I would have had 10 cigarettes. Honestly, like what's, what's called fucking spade a spade. Cigarettes are fucking awesome. They are amazing. Um, and, I, I, and, I, and I do not smoke them anymore, but if I did, <laughs> this is how my voice would sound generally. So I think it's probably, probably good for both of us that, uh, that we're, you know, on the on the up and up so um all right well thank you both for for joining us here we have two games to talk about we have uh uh the austin the austin match the portland match we were talking about we're going to preview the san jose match we have a lot of stuff to talk about so we're going to try and keep you under three hours if if ideally under three hours um but i will just again as i always do at the beginning of the podcast patreon.com slash the daves i know uh, help support the Daves that you know. We have I've given out about half of the of the red red card rye beers. Um, they are delicious. They are amazingly alcoholic. Uh, so if you are if you are a Patreon member already, I I've sent you two emails now. I I will I will probably send a third email. If you do not respond to that third email, I will probably just like drink your beer, or I will give it to Jess or or MJ. Um, depending on how many of you more beer for us do not respond to my to my email um i've sent uh i'm, I'm happy to, to deliver a beer but i i am at the black art for most euro games for the next couple weeks i will not be there on friday um because we will be i will be up in uh, northern wisconsin but i will be there for pretty much all of the euro games i'm, I'm guessing most of the uh Copa America games. So if you want that beer, please respond to the email that I sent you and connect with me. And, and I can either figure out time when I'm going to be at the black art, give you the beer, or if you literally cannot get to the black art for some reason, um, I'm happy. I will, I will drive to wherever the fuck you are. Assuming you're in the, uh, you know, twin cities, Metro area. If you are living in, you know, whatever, fucking Colorado. I'm not driving to Colorado to give you your beer, but um, I will also hold your beer. If you are not in the cities, I will hold your beer for you. And then until you are till when you are in the cities. And anyways, check your email, uh, respond. I will send one more email. And then basically after that, if I don't hear from you, it's like a free for all in terms of the, of the beer. And that beer is really good. So I would highly recommend responding to your email. Uh, yeah. So patreon.com sash the daves i know to help support the daves that you know we are planning the next beer i think the next beer is going to be a saison so should be a very nice easy light drinking beer and uh yeah What's so. sounds very fancy it's it's french so yeah it's sex it's it's, it's, it's it's sexy it's french belgian yeah french belgian so sexy i and, mean and it's it's a very summery, light, summery, easy drinking beer. Oh, thank God. Because after that stout, how out, you know, I heard that's a doozy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So patreon.com slash the Daves. I know help support the Daves that you know. Uh, all right. Let's move. Let's start. Let's start, buddy, with uh, Minnesota's return to full capacity 
and beating the fuck out of uh fuck pre-court FC. MJ, you have all the numbers and all the injuries. Tell us. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Austin defensive mid, Alex Ring, who basically helps jumpstart their attack from their side of the field. Yeah. And also Me- helps prevent and or- organize the defense and prevent a lot of goals. He was injured during warmups. And I found out from an interview with Wolf that he was injured in practice, in training. And I want to know what fucking guy from the practice team at Austin FC slide tackled into Alex Ring and took him out. Because, I mean, that person should get a bunch of hate mail. Or, or, or maybe just feel bad for a few days. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you keep saying Austin. It's fuck pre-court FC. That's the name of the team. Sorry. Alex Ring, the defensive midfielder for fuck pre-court FC. Thank you. Just, I just want to make sure you're, yeah. yeah. We're on the same I don't page. understand what pre-court so, means. Oh, oh, Jess. So there's a, there's a law. So Anthony pre-court is the owner of Austin FC and he, tried to move he he had bought the columbus team tried to move them to austin um and he was unsuccessful in that endeavor and mls a bunch of city council members for columbus ohio and business partners and sponsors and supporters groups all rallied together to keep the columbus crew and 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 so yeah and so uh, so mls decided to award him the austin uh MLS franchise as an expansion side. Yeah. As an relocated. Right. And Matthew McConaughey is involved with it, which is kind of, I don't know. Dude, I don't give a fuck about Matthew McConaughey. You know why? Do you know why you want to know why? I don't tell you why. I don't care because he's a douchebag that always plays a douchebag. Nobody should get Oscars, awards, millions of dollars, or have bongos at a game that is just a fucking douche. And I told this to the um, pre-court FC fan that happened to be lucky and sitting behind me at the match. But I, I do like I do like their sponsor. So, so here's the thing. Um, that team, the fans are fucking awesome. The owner is a just a fucking douchebag, and um, that's why we we hate uh, pre court FC. So yeah, well, I love Yetis. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. All right, MJ. So because Alex rings out, for they had to sub a their younger defensive midfielder. You could call him the understudy. Alex rings understudy. One Sebastian Burhalter, otherwise known as the son of U.S. men's national team coach Greg Burhalter. Yeah, so he's who, in there. Who and played for Columbus? Very short ago. Yes, he and Finley probably know each other. Yeah, he and Chap probably know each other. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then so the game kicks off and uh, it's. Uh, generally Minnesota centric for most of the game. Um, I I know MJ, you've highlighted a couple of things that you want to talk about here. So what, once you hit your hit your points pretty quickly here. 
Well, after Alex Green goes down in warmups, in the seventh minute, Nick Lima, their right fullback, goes down with a pulled hamstring, trying to chase Fragapane and not being very good at it. And according to the MJ on Slack, they're really big on looking at the astrology of Nick Lima, who was born on November 17th, who's a Scorpio. And I just want to say that Calum Williams pointed out in the broadcast, Minneapolis has an area code 612. There's been 612 days since the last full capacity crowd allowed in Allianz Field. Lima was born November 17th. Fragapane's kit number that he was chasing is seven. If you add 17 and seven, you get 24, which is Lima's kit number. 24 divided by two is 12, half of 12 is six, and we're back at 6, 12, 6, 1, 2, all over again. And if that wasn't enough to say that Nick Lima should not have been in this game, I'm going to turn to the astrology expert on this pod, Jess, to read the horoscope from June 23rd for Scorpio, Nick's sign. Yeah. Scorpio, today you may feel dull. Your health may not be good. You may be nervous. You may also have anxiety and restlessness. You are advised to postpone your important investments in the business or real estate. You are advised to avoid rash driving. You should avoid long distance traveling as well. I'm so sorry. I just did not mute both of you from that segment. Your mistake. It is No, it, legitimately my mistake. Uh, in the 10th minute, uh, Frankopani scores a goal, uh, a, a beautiful goal from uh, Romain Metnier. Um, MJ, uh, tell us a little bit more about the goal, and, and I will, I, I will mute you, mute you if you, if I need to. So, please keep it, keep it concise. This, this, this goal all started with a Bobasi's foul on Debasi, which gave us a, a, a indirect free kick, which mm-hmm. Debasi passed back to Miller. And then from there, there were 10 passes. We strung 10 passes in a row. What the fuck? Are we Barcelona? Is it Adrian Guardiola? 10 passes. And not only did we string together 10 successful passes, we scored. We did. Uh, Yeah, Fragapane with the the goal. And then not eight minutes later, um, we get another goal. Uh, Unal gets his first uh, Minnesota United goal. Uh, a header from a from a corner kick, which I think one of the things that, that we've we've been harsh on this team for the first seven or eight games is how shit they have they have been on set pieces, whether mm-hmm. they're taking them or defending them. Um, we get on the end of one and we score a, we score a goal, so uh, and put us up two nothing uh, against Austin in Minnesota before twenty minutes are over. Glorious. Six to seven games. How about the six to seven years they've been bad at set pieces, David? <laughs> they were they were actually pretty good at set pieces last year. Uh both uh taking them and defending them last year. But you're right. It, it's been a it's been a general a general when theme. You say last of the year, team. you mean twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? Twenty twenty. They were actually pretty good. They were pretty yeah, good at set pieces last year. Yeah. Thank you no. for correcting me about that, David, because I, I sometimes just think they've always been bad. But no, last year they were good. They, I mean, they weren't terrible. I mean, I don't know if they've ever been like great at them, but they they weren't terrible last year. And 
and they scored a lot more from set pieces than they had before. But you're right, MJ. Generally, this team has been terrible at set pieces. So uh, it's this is a a good welcoming reassurance. Uh, all right, before we finish up the first half, um, <laughs> we had a yellow card in the uh, 28th minute. Michael Boxall on a Ray corner kick. MJ, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Or I, I, I can look at Jess and see what Jess is. What, Jess, what are you drinking? Um, well, usually I'm, it's not this. It's first call Kentucky <laughs> straight bourbon whiskey. But somebody recommended this to me at Total Wine instead of, um, you know, Bullet. I really like the bullet. Yeah. Um, but then this one was like, I don't know, four bucks cheaper. And I was like, well, you like it better than the bullet, Mr. Salesman? I'll give it a try. Okay. And it's been sitting in my cabinet until now when I had some delicious Barks root beer. <laughs> drinking drinking a whiskey root beer. All right. MJ, tell us a little bit about Boxel. He went into full MMA mode here. I was going to say professional wrestling mode, but... Like, we all know that's fake. He went into MMA mode here. He gets Diver Dominguez in a headlock and proceeds to do kind of a spin takedown on Cecilio Domingos with one arm. And the other arm is pulling on Hector Jimenez. Jimenez. And and he takes both of them down during the corner kick. And so... We didn't score, but if it would, we would have scored, it would have been waved off. Ref calls foul, holds up the yellow card. While they're down on the ground, someone, because uh, Conte pushes Boxall down when he's trying to get up. And then Boxall sees that Dominguez is trying to get up, and he fingertips him in the throat. I didn't see all of this. I didn't see any of this, actually. It just looked like people on the ground and then people going down and then people trying to get up and then people trying to get down. Yeah, it was the Chumbawamba section of of the game. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's... I actually didn't notice this. But all I saw was crybaby man bun and I was like, sit down and stay down, you fuck. I couldn't help but wonder if some of this was because Boxall wanted to enact some justice from what Diver Dominguez or Crybaby Manbun did last time he was in town. That's probably fair. Um, anyways, uh, I mean, we, we talk about the second half a little bit, but not much happens. Um, not really. You know, Austin has probably some more opportunities uh the minnesota but again nothing that was like threatening and minnesota wins the game two nothing um and 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 i become famous you become famous yes yeah yes so uh two of the three people on this podcast have been featured on the uh on the bally sports north broadcast um one for getting fucking slammed in the head with a, a soccer ball the other for singing and dancing um, <laughs> give you an opportunity a little bit of time to figure out which one is which there so um and so let's 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 also, talk yeah on twitter please at tdikmn 
and yes. let us know what I'm going to be on television for. Yes. In the Wonder Wall or otherwise. How? Yeah. Oh. Let us know. I'm very much looking forward to like you getting kicked in the balls by somebody <laughs> for some reason. Um, if not, if there's not, if there's, if there's a God in this world, uh, she will allow that to happen. Um, it may be me. It may be me who does it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk very quickly again about the, the Portland Timbers game, which uh, took place Saturday um, at 1030 because they had to move it back uh, an hour and a half because it's fucking hot in Portland right now. It's like 115 degrees in Portland right now. Um, so they had to move this game. High for Portland that day that we, we played them. Oh man, I, I okay. feel I, I feel for anybody who's in Portland because man, it's that is fucking hot, and I have no idea how they actually played this game. Um, and I think the players probably felt the same way because it was very much a uh, a quick. It was like a you know, a do it dirty kind of thing, like get the goal and then fucking defend. Um, the first half, Minnesota scores in the second minute. Uh, Unu gets a his second goal with the team. Um, uh, uh, goal from Fragapan, and then um, it's basically nothing for the rest of the game. Uh, do you guys, MJ? Do you specifically have any thoughts? And then I'll I'll go to I'll go to Jess. Any specific specific thoughts about this game? I just want to say that in the fourteen passes again. Is Adrian Heath now Pep Guardiola in 14 passes leading up to our goal in the game that involved nine different loons? Uh, one of the key moments was when there was an exchange between Fragapane and Reynoso and back to Fragapane. And when it was with Reynoso on the left sideline briefly, Claudio Bravo leaves Fragapane to double-team Reynoso with Diego Chara. Uh And that, and then he just splits the two defenders with a pass, goes back to Fragapane. And then it's off to the races, and Fragapane gets it back to Reynoso, and Diego Chara's chasing from behind, and he can't get there. And I can't help but think that Diego Chara was just super pissed that one, Bravo stepped up and tried to help him with his guy, who he probably could have defended Reynoso all on his own some, let his guy go, and then as a result, he has to be chasing fucking Reynoso down the pitch. And we score. That was a very insightful take. I hadn't thought anything like that, but I appreciated it. Occasionally, MJ has... That goes... Um, I, I mean, yeah, that, no, that, that is a great, very great. I, uh, take MJ. Um, I, I would be remiss that we, we, we need to talk about it. If, even if it just briefly, um, the thing, do we have to talk about it now? Yeah, let's do it now. Um, so in between the 63rd and the 67th minute, apparently there was some sort of racist, uh, slur that was uttered by a loons player. Let's call him Frank Payne uh, to Diego Chara. Um, all we've heard from both the league and the team is that they're investigating it. That, like, 
they don't know they're not commenting on anything because you know it's well they are under, and they aren't in their invest, own investigation the the investigation the, the 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 statement that's being put out was not great and um even adrian heath uh in a uh, i think a pioneer press piece was like i talked to him he said he didn't say any, he didn't say that I'm like okay cool well let's let like you know the cameras and, and the people who actually can see things and not just like take you know i understand that he needs to defend his player but you don't have to defend your player that hard um well you, you, do, you, defend, you defend I your would player argue if that's defense def, defense defending his player or just not you know i it would look pretty bad if for him to say like yeah i asked him about it he said he didn't do it but we all fucking know he did it and like he can't do that he has to just repeat what he was told no, by the player that, that would be refreshing that would be like yeah listen he fucked up he should have said he said this thing he shouldn't have said um sorry if he knew he said it it would be refreshing i mean i think he knows what was he's on he's on the pitch he knows what's said on the pitch i don't he's I'm on the pretty pitch sure he can't hear what he's saying i'm pretty sure he can hear it anyways i i, I mean i'm sorry it, it would be it would be just very refreshing to me uh as a fan of this team is if they just would take one iota of fucking responsibility for when they fuck up and this team refuses to do that so right um the subtext so, in our marketing statements like that those pr moments are bullshit yeah mj i don't know do you have any thoughts on this i want to know what was said and i'm right. not saying that i don't believe diego chara because i do believe diego chara um and in 2012, Diego Charles was the second most foul committing player in MLS. Um, he's kind of a dick. He plays like a dick. Um, he plays like he has a chip on his shoulder. He had seven Fair. fouls. He was only whistled for six of them, and one of them being a yellow card in the game. Yeah. So I'm not saying that he is not a frustrating player to play against or that he is a well-behaved, nice guy. But no one deserves to be called something derogatory related to their race or their appearance or their identity, things like that. No one deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty succinct. I think we I think we nailed it. Good job, guys. Good job, Zeller. Uh all right. So our extra time segment here. Um we're going to go back and forth between the, the Austin game and the Portland game. Um, MJ, why don't you leave us with a, a yay or nay? Yay or nay? And I have two entries into the, the Austin FC yay or nay. Fagundas with the bleach blonde hair. Yay or nay? nay. I'm going to say I'm yay. I'm also nay. I'm going to say yay. Wait, wait. What? David. <laughs> fucking like, go. You like the bleach blonde on, on Fagundas. He's he's done this look before. For I mean, was it uh, New England Revolution? I mean, I mean, what am I? Wait, am I am I looking at him slopping on my D? Then yeah, yay, <laughs> yay. You like the bleach blondes? I get it. I, okay. Yeah, fan. 
You do Sorry. you. You do you, and and I will not judge. This is not a judge judging podcast. This is a judgment free zone. Yeah, stop it's it on that. Stop it on that D. Yeah, I'll judge for yeah. on his hair. But what you do in your spare time is up to you, Taylor. <laughs> I think it's terrible. I think it's awful. Yeah, I think it's a bad look. And he, like I said, he's done this before for wherever he was before Austin. Uh, second I mean, year, Nate. He's like, he's like, he's like uh, Eminem. I'm, I'm going to say, like, listen. Listen, Jess. Yeah. And MJ. Um, if he's, uh, you know, slobbering the minge. Are you gonna say no to that? You gonna say no to Diego Fagundes with bleach blonde hair? Yeah. What am I gonna run my fingers through it? No, bro. I mean, I'm not running my finger. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I guess we have, <laughs> we have very different uh, interpretations of uh, of sexual pleasure, apparently. So, um. <laughs> all right, MJ. What's your other one? We've seen Tyler Miller in an orange kit before, in a green kit. He was wearing a hot pink kit, hot pink goalkeeper kit. And I liked it. On at Austin. So, yay or nay, Jess says yay. I mean, nay. I don't know. I don't. Just, if you're going to do hot pink, fucking do hot pink, not just a goalkeeper kit. But that's me. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm not. I understand. I'm probably the have, to have a different colored kit, David. That's how it works. They, I know. Have to have a different. So <laughs> the team could do a hot. Everyone pink else kits. is wearing a hot pink. Kit, then Tyler Miller doesn't get to wear one. I understand. I the black team and could white. do a hot pink kit, and he could wear a fucking black kit. That would be fine by me. The team needs to do a hot pink kit. I, again, I know I'm in the outlier here. I'm I'm sure it's it's probably a, a, a huge seller. I'm sure MJ, you're all you're you're yay for hot pink kit. I'm for all hot. I pink. just thought it was a good look on Miller. Okay, it almost made up for his lack of a stash. I'll give it that. Almost. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what else, MJ? Before we jump into. The uh, big questions. Uh, so in Portland game, we have another fashion statements by the two managers. Oh, right. Yeah. Who wore it worse? Who wore it worse? Heath in a too tight Minnesota United coaches kit or <laughs> Gio Savarese in a too tight plain white polo t-shirt this is this is like actually one of the things that bothers me the most because Gio Savarisi is a guy who I've been arguing for as as the best coach in MLS for the longest fucking time his pants are so goddamn high they're so fucking high and his butt is not his, his butt's not working like like listen if you're gonna wear your, if you're gonna wear your pants that high your your, your, your booty's got to be popping his booty's not popping <laughs> and so so yeah i i mean who wore it worse probably savarisi honestly i'm not gonna yes. lie and yes. and fucking adrian Heath is wearing a goddamn uh track suit but i think geo savarisi wore it worst <laughs> sorry 
It's true. Me too. Me too. Because at least like Heath, yeah. Yes. Do we expect better from Heath? No. I mean, no, we, we, we should. And he's, he's worn better to be fair. He literally sweat off 30 pounds. It was like he was in a swana up there. I mean, if Adrian Heath has many, 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 many faults, um, <laughs> the man does know how to dress himself. Generally, I, I I will give him that. Like, the fucker knows how to like to dress. Um, and even like this was, I think he understood. Like, listen, it's it's not going to be good for me. In anything other than a fucking tracksuit, so I'm just gonna wear a tracksuit. So yeah, kudos, yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Kudos to Adrian Heath. Uh, Geo, my God, man, one fucking job. You just gotta one fucking job. You gotta show up and look like a soccer manager, and uh, he looks like a he looks like he, the uh, he's a doctor third weekend. Yeah, he he looks like a third rate Bond villain or like the guy who's like. As who's in Doctor Who, but it's not the actual like main actor in, Do- in in Doctor Who, other than the Doctor. Like that's what he that's what Gia Savarisi looks like in this picture. Yeah, he's a little orange as well. He looks like someone who belongs carrying someone's golf clubs at the U.S. Open. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and love it. Yes, I totally agree with you that if you look at what they have to work with. You know, if you look at what they have to work with, because this is not a body shaming podcast. This is a wardrobe shaming podcast. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, listen, we're not body shaming anybody. And, yeah. 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 And we're talking about who wore it worse. And Gio Savarese, he wore it worse. He did. 100, 100% did. 100%. So, all right. Well, thank you, MJ. Uh, let's, well, so let's give out uh, our uh, uh, Freddie Adu's. What, what's, and hey, because we it's we got a six point week, um, let's do just good Freddie Adus for Minnesota United this week. We're not going to give out any oh. shitty Freddie Adus, and we're not going to give out uh, shitty uh, any Freddie Adus for the other teams. Um, MJ, who would you give the the Freddie Adu uh, for Minnesota? A lot of attention has been placed on new coming attacking players. I want to give a good Freddie Adu to someone that I have criticized up and down on this podcast, and that is Chase Gasper. <laughs> Chase Gasper is a good Freddie Adu because Heath, or whether it's Heath or Sean McCauley or whoever's doing the defense, when now when he's up losing the ball and turning the ball over up at the wing – there's usually somebody like a trap or something covering for behind him. So he doesn't have to do as much at both ends. He just has to do something at one end and that's good. And it's made chase a better player. He also has turned the ball over less. And instead of doing stupid crosses, he's doing stupid shots. Now he took two really wild, weird shots. And I think that's an improvement because when he goes out of bounds, they have to come the full length of the field. He's not turning the ball over back passing to our players attacking the net like this is an improvement yeah uh it's called bakai bakai debasi that's the that's the reason jace gasper is not a fuckwad anymore so, <laughs> uh, i think trap has learned 
Trap has learned how to compensate for for Chase's weaknesses better. Also, Will Trap. Yes, fair point. Um, all right, Jess, uh, who is your uh, good Freddie Adu? I totally forgot. That just like you totally fucked me up here, MJ. That's what all right. I do. So, okay, okay, I remember. I remember. Metonier. Oh yeah. I mean, good. predictable coming out of my mouth, sure. Um, <laughs> but he's been consistently creative and and present. I would say very very present in both of these last matches, and I love him forever. That's that's fair. He's really fucking good. So take that. I, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm going to go with Adrian Uno. Uh, I mean, two goals in two games. Pretty fucking good. You know. Uh, and in, two games, zero racial slurs. Zero racial slurs as well. Exactly. So <laughs> there is that. Um, yeah. Uh, Uno uh, seems like he's the real deal, which, uh, you know, it's. Uno. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uno. Um, <laughs> It's weird how how seemingly this team has executed on their uh, their signings because it seems like the last five or six international signings have been fucking perfect, and that is not normally what happens in MLS. So um, kudos to the uh, the recruiting team uh, in in uh, at Minnesota United. So. Uh, all right, so let's. So, personally, I'm I'm missing Angelo Rodriguez as as our number nine, but you know, Unu's all right. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. he is. He is Unu, Ooh. Unu, Unu. All right, uh, MJ, you have a you have a great point. So let's we're going to move into the big the big questions segment before we uh, do some United news and. I'm sorry, uh, but who wore it better is a big question. Yeah. I mean that was a big question. Sorry, we I I moved that up in the agenda because it was very important for us to, it was. to it talk was. about to talk about how Gio Savarisi looks a like little a orange. fucking little orange there, Gio. He yeah, he looks. Take the tanning bed down one or two and click one or two. He looks like a dad that I would see at my daycare drop like dropping my kid off. Oh my like, god. Shut with his up. with his pants just like me pulled really up. Really terrible fantasies. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, Jess. I know you love. It's sick. It's sick. I blame I, you. Listen, I love Geo too. I I would I would also probably fuck Geo if I given <laughs> my druthers. So um, I understand it's bad, it's, but it's uh, hate fuck. it's hateful. Uh, I would I would I would I probably sweet. Oh. <laughs> Not gonna lie, uh, MJ. Moving along, we can keep this thing going. Uh, you had you have you have a, you have a you have a question for big questions here. We started zero and four. We are now four wins, two draws. We start at the bottom of the table. Now we're fifth in the West. Where will Minnesota United finish in the regular season Western Conference table? David, let's start with you. I mean, if you if we'd ask you asked me this question three weeks ago, I probably would have said tenth, uh, eighth, yeah, maybe eighth, yeah. Um, but we're fifth now, man, and like, 
and and we have we have games in hand on some teams. Um, other teams have games in hand on us. <clears throat> but I, I think there's there's no legitimate reason that this team doesn't finish um, no worse than fifth uh, in the Western Conference this year. So, so yeah, I don't know. I would say I'd say fifth is like if if we we're less than fifth, I think we we need to fire Adrian Heath immediately i would say fire adrian heath immediately regardless of where we finish in this yeah i know but but if but we're but we're fifth right now i think fifth is like the is is the bar we need to be above fifth personally so so we're at fifth now you say we finish fifth i think we finish i think we finish third or fourth honestly oh oh like i think this this team is good enough to be a uh, a team that hosts uh a playoff game in in the fall. Oh, I feel like that's our pattern, right? Like we suck, and then we have hope, and then we we fail to suck anymore, and then we make playoffs, and then we don't, you know, win playoffs. That's cool. That's cool. But we make it there, and it's real exciting. I always enjoy it. I feel that's our destiny. I mean, yeah. Jessica, do kind you? Of have a prediction of where they finish in the table. Well, hang on. So the table is before the playoffs, right? Correct. It's in the top like 11 make it. <laughs> uh, I think that there are, if you just count the Western conference, uh-huh. it's the top seven out of the 13 or 12, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I say we probably finish in the, in fifth, sixth, or seventh, okay. we outdo ourselves a little bit in the playoffs. Like the first round, we do well. Second yeah. round, we do well. Third or fourth round, you know, maybe we get knocked out. But if that's, we're that's fifth or we sixth do. or seven, we're not hosting. So we, we make the playoffs, but we don't get to host a game at Allianz Field, is what you're saying. Okay, so maybe we get like the last hosting spot. Okay. I think that puts Which us would be- fourth. Which is where fourth. David said yeah. like David said third or fourth. I'm also going to say fourth, and I hate to be hey going against. We my are name. a team for a reason. I hate to sometimes be, we all are right. Well, one I hate agreeing with David. That's just I have no problems agreeing with Jessica because Jessica's smart. Um, I hate agreeing with David, but I also hate being wrong. So. I'm going to say we finish one better than we are now. We're in fifth now. We finished fourth. Uh, Colorado can't finish up there. We got to get ahead of them somehow. I mean, but Kansas City and Seattle, they're probably around there. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to get above them. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Minnesota United makes the playoffs, it will be historic because no team has ever started. Oh, and four and made the playoffs outside, outside of Miami. No, no, last year in the in the uh, uh, like expanded playoff thing, like San Jose or Vancouver, like went oh, and six and and made the playoffs. Nope, they did not, MJ. They did not. Nope, no team has started oh, and four and and made the playoffs in MLS's you know history. 
So Minnesota sports are really good at getting the loser awards. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that, but they still didn't win the whole fucking thing, right? Isn't that kind of our jam? Yeah. Fair Overachieving until yeah. the postseason is our is is the Minnesota jam. Right. Uh okay. And then finally, um <laughs> Jess has a thing she wants to say. Oh my gosh. So this came to me after I got famous. And I just want to know how many of you out there, okay, I just want you to know, wait, 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 before I ask the most important question, I have to tell you that I love you all and I love to dance. And I know that deep down on the inside in your hearts of hearts, your love for Minnesota United makes you want to dance as well. And so I've decided to take it upon myself to coordinate and co-choreograph a Minnesota United flash mob. Just let that sink in. Flash mob, flash mob, flash mob, flash mob. Remember when those were, were, were things? Like a flash mob? Remember when that was a thing? Yeah, I'm bringing it back, yo. All right. And I want all of you to let me know that you will be willing to do a little, you know, bump and jive for the flash mob we could like make it a supporters group thing we could make it just a minnesota thing we could do it on the allianz field lawn but the hardest part that i'm coming to terms with is picking a song so i am accepting your song suggestions for minnesota united flash mob at at jessica one four four zero eight three nine or two at Jessica, one, four, four, zero, eight, three, nine or two. And I don't know, maybe there'll be some kind of like surprise or prize if you pick the song that most uh, agrees with me and I pick it too. Um, you could also shoot us uh, suggestions at, at TDIKMN on Twitter because I will, I will forward those to Jessica as well or the names I know, MN at gmail.com. Because See, the most and the most important thing about a flash mob is, is you do not need technical skill. You just need numbers, bitches. And we got numbers. You know we do. You know we do. So we, I'm gonna choreograph this bitch of a thing. And we are going viral, just so you know. So like if you don't like to have your face everywhere on, you know, like Valley Fitness, Sports North. This, this is not for you because we are definitely going full on YouTube sensation. That's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So hit Jess up uh, on her Twitter or uh, again, uh, at, you know, at TDIKMN on, on Twitter and then uh, or, and, and or Dave, the names I know, MN at gmail.com if you're interested in participating and either choreographing or helping like solicit just making it fucking it. badass yeah that's all i ask let's fucking just do bring it bring your I'm... badass selves to the badass dance i'm in i'm in i've Sellers I... in. i'm in I'm, I'm fucking in all right uh all right other united news uh finland and slovakia were both eliminated from the euros they both finished in third place although they did not have enough points slash goal difference to make it uh to so like literally there were four 
third place teams that made it into the next round out of six. Uh, out of six, and Finland and Slovakia were the only two that did not make it. Um, which is great for us because we get Gregorius and Raitala back. Um, probably in Lude. Well, Lude's Lude's in Finland. Um, so Gregorius and Raitala are back. Uh, hopefully for the July third match. Lude is apparently, according to uh, the Pioneer Press, uh, Lude is in Finland getting his green card. So would hopefully free up an international spot. Uh, Metnir is expected to get a green card uh, as well. He's, he's traveling to uh, France as actually, I think right now, um, hopefully to get his, uh, to get his green card as well. So that would free up two international spots for Minnesota um, during the transfer window, which is good for them because they need as many international spots as they can possibly get. We could get another center back. We could, we should. Or or a left back. Yeah. I'm just fantasizing about going to France with Metinier. Sounds sexy, doesn't it? Does. It, yeah. It's a shame that he doesn't listen to this podcast because you know if he did, he would be like, I'm going to take my number one fan to France. <laughs> Listen, I mean, just make it dreams come true. <laughs> I would go to, to France with Metnir in, in a heartbeat. Like you just had to say the word. I would be like, yes. Yeah, but you are not his number one fan on this podcast. David. Oh, no, I'm sure. Did I, hey, did I show you guys uh, the thing I got in the, in the mail the other day? This is an audio podcast, David. Do I have to do? Oh, right, right. Yes. You, you shared it on Twitter. Yeah. Let's get how did you butter that into place? Jer- Jerome Tiason uh, sent Once me a loon, Jerome Tiason. Always a loon, Jerome Tiason sent me a, a jersey, um, a signed uh, FC Arau jersey. So I've been. I'm yeah, well, Ivan hasn't sent, sent me David? shit. David, what? With with the Swiss upset today in the Euros over World Cup winner France. We need to get Jared Tiason on the pod to talk oh. about how exciting it was for him to watch that game. I, listen, I, I, I'll send him a message. I'm, I'm sure he would be super down. We may need to record it at a different time because, like, now is, yeah. like, what, three in the morning for him? So we may need to record hey. at a, an earlier earlier day. Earlier I will part keep un, ungodly hours for him. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Finland-Slovakia both eliminated, uh, which means we get Gregush and Ratala and uh, Lude back. Um, Fragapane and Metnir made Team of the Week for the Mimic. Oh. So that's cool. Well, Metnir always makes my Team of the Week. Right, he does. Uh, and then... Um, Michael Boxall was named as one of the three overage players for the New Zealand Olympic team. I don't, I think he was not someone that we were expecting to lose for no three weeks ever, um, ever, ever. But yeah, but Michael Boxall will be gone for three weeks. Uh, so we will oh have, my a, God. We have a center back hole um, that probably will be filled by Brent Coleman, unfortunately. And then uh, Christian Ramirez is officially off to Scotland. He uh, uh, transferred to Aberdeen. Christian Ramirez, who will never play in Allianz Field. Let's stop never, using the N word. I don't like Allianz it. Field. 
Yeah. I don't like it. There is that chance that that because MLS is still considered a retirement league, he chooses to retire in Minnesota. I think there's a very good chance that if the price is right, he will come back to Minnesota and will play in Minnesota but at some it's point. A big but, with his family in California. He'd probably so, rather retire. I mean, they're they're going to fucking uh, Scotland. So yeah. what is Batman I'm, without Superman? Yeah. Yeah, well, super or yeah, Batman's in uh, San Diego right now. So Superman's now in they, in, they in, need to be in the Highlands. Yeah, they do. Uh, the yeah, Christian is very thirsty about uh, finishing his career in Minnesota. So I I would expect him to. He'll be back. Figure out. A they way. always come back. But but it's weird. It's weird that that dude has never played at Allianz Field. Of anyone, Fucking right? Weird. Of anyone, he gets like, traded. He gets traded like, like, or moved before or he's injured every game, or he's injured. Yeah, every or game. Or one time, I, I believe the reason was he wasn't selected for the game day eighteen because his child was being born. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, what Most, an annoying. I mean, kids are the fucking worst, Jess. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm taking notes, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do uh, some Minneapolis City uh, and we'll talk about San Jose coming up. And we'll talk about my jersey. And your jersey. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> you want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both. All right, and we are back. Uh, we have the Minneapolis City Minute. Um, MJ, you, were you at the game on Saturday? I was at the game on Saturday. Okay, I was. I missed you. I didn't was not. You. We timed the rain just perfectly. We started at six. Started getting a little heavy around seven forty-five ish, and then you know, kind of around eight fifteen. If you were still out there, it started coming down a little bit better. But it was just this little drizzle you know yeah and it, w- it was a good game it was a good game and for for once minneapolis city proved they can play on a rainy saturday in minneapolis yeah um unfortunately uh you highlighted here uh the the minneapolis city's first ever coach uh keith keeker uh passed away um you want to tell us a little bit about that minneapolis city started in 2016 they weren't in the NPSL at that time. They were in this other league called the Premier League of America. And it was a very tumultuous league. It included some really cool teams from Wisconsin. It only really lasted the one year. And then all those teams either folded or went, went to other leagues. Most of them went on to other leagues. But he laid the foundation for what is now Minneapolis City. And several of the players and other coaches were just like, He was a big part of how we built this team, how it got off the ground and laying the foundation age 37 died way too soon. And, and I don't know what mode of transportation, if he was walking, biking or whatever, but he was hit by a fucking motorcycle. Yeah. And you know, that's just shouldn't happen. Yeah, it shouldn't. 
so there was a moment of silence at the beginning of the game um, right. to honor Keith Keeker and our hearts are with his family. Yeah. Um, so as we mentioned, Minneapolis City won the game. Uh, they are, if they draw or get three points against Duluth FC midweek, they win the league. Uh, they, so they're going for like, hosting uh, the uh, North Regional playoffs, um, which maybe bring Duluth or not Duluth, but uh, Detroit FC here. So um, I'm actually going to be at the game in Duluth on Wednesday. We're uh, Anna and I are going up to uh, Cayuga uh, on Thursday to uh, bury her grandfather's ashes. Um, he passed away in in the winter, and I was like, "Fuck it, let's just can we go, can we go to Duluth Wednesday night and spend the night in Duluth, and then you know watch Minneapolis City, and then we can go we can drive the hour to Cayuga. Cayuga is like in northwestern Wisconsin. So so anyways, so I'm gonna be at the game against Minneapolis City, uh, Minneapolis City and Duluth FC up in Duluth. So if you want to go to the game, now is a good time. Fucking come on, let's party." Shout out to Eric and Doreen, who probably will be up there. They will be. They will be there as well. I pro- I'm guessing Becky Rothmeyer will also be up there, probably. Hey. The game. And and Rat Boy, probably too. Probably. Although, that guy's that guy's a, a fucking recluse. So who the fuck knows what the hell he's doing? So, um, if you are not going to Duluth but you want to watch the game, there's a watch party, right, MJ? There's a watch party at the new beer sponsor Udabels. A membership card gets you one dollar off all, all taps. Come party and watch Minneapolis City hopefully clinch the NTSL North for the third year in a row. Right. I don't know how you guys do this full time. It's like a full time job. I'm gonna get fired, and all I'm gonna have is my fucking pod famous to fall back on. So. I just hope all of our listeners know that I am also a very capable professional. With, but if I, because I might need a job soon. Um, well, listen, Jess, I'm I'm a full time dad. I don't I don't have any other jobs right now. So <laughs> that's that's how I. How if I, you want to take a day off, and I could like fill in. If if you want to come over, so, if you want to come over and watch my kids, you can come over any fucking. Yes, I do. 100%. Yes, I fucking do. Promise to do, do it, it sober. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care if you do it sober. Just if you want to go over and fucking do it, it's fine. I'll go sit in the backyard uh, and drink beer, and you can watch my kids. You can drink as much vodka. Please, as you want. Oh my god, I'm taking them to the black card. Do you have one of those frontal like? Oh, baby. Listen, things? no. The, listen, they've been the kids have been to the black card many. I times. know they inspire me and make me jealous when I watch that video over and over and over again. Going to Pekka. We're going to Pekka. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, me too, bitch. Me too. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's very quickly talk about how uh, how fucked I was uh, over the weekend with uh, with bets. Um, not great. Not great. Um, I'm I'm down money now. What? Um, yeah. Last week you lost four hundred and fifty dollars, right? I lost fifty two bucks last week. Well, last oh. week. Last week being midweek, I lost fifty-two bucks. You were lost six hundred dollars, over six hundred dollars. Uh, oh, you're in the, you're in the red now. I am in the red, yes, and I'm I'm not excited about it. That's at unheard all. of. 
yeah. So uh, I'm really hoping I get back on a heater. I was on a, it, it. It felt really good the first couple of games of the weekend, and then it just went to shit. Uh, all the too many too many draws. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's draw. should not have should not have draws. That's my that's my my. What do we do? Big, big, uh, one of those big special snowflakes, and people were like, "Why do you let them tie and then go home?" And I'm like, "Cause you are an ignorant bitch." <laughs> right, precisely. They're ignorant bitches, and they should not have draws. So, and, um, no, no, that's not exactly what I said. <laughs> Everything has to be just two options. Sometimes it's good to have three options. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. They, there are plenty of cultures that had fourth genders. It's true. It's true. Fuck yeah. She makes a point. Get you um, educated. What, what? Let's talk about Minnesota United and San Jose, which is the game that's coming up this weekend. Uh, July 3rd. It's the July 3rd. It's the salute to freedom. We're not going to Costa Rica. Fucking salute to freedom. David, uh, match, David free, we're not going to Costa Rica. Hashtag freedom. Free, Speaking D-O-M-B. of freedom, you know that Oliver North and several U.S. diplomats are banned from ever going to Costa Rica? I mean, that that's, makes sense. It's date fair. Rape? Was it date rape? Like, yeah. Iran-Contra. Like, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> date rape oh, slash... Man, we're, uh, we're not talking about San Jose, Costa Rica? <laughs> No, date rape slash uh, 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 fucking instituting coups. I mean, I guess that would, uh, should get you kicked off of most dating apps. Is if you if you are have been <laughs> noted to institute a coup, yeah, probably should get you kicked off of a dating app. I mean, I I mean, um, but if me. you call it a beer hall putsch, then that's different. I yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's fair. If you are running guns into a country that are going to be used in another country and you don't have permission from the authorities. That's maybe something you should get banned from. Who is an authority, though? We live in the post-postmodern era. <laughs> don't tell me. Uh, all right. So Minnesota is the favorite here. Uh, they're at minus 145. Uh, San Jose's plus three, uh, uh, 333. And then uh, a draw is plus 280. So I mean, Minnesota's been on a run. Um, they they're four wins, two draws, no losses. And I ran. So I ran um, so far away. We 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 touched we touched on Matias Almeida, the uh, the golden locked uh, hair boy of Minnesota or of San Jose. Um, you wish he was. The hairlock boy of Minnesota. I fucking wish she was. Yeah. And then obviously uh Jackson Yule is uh other Minnesota connection. Jackson Yule um grew up playing in the Minnesota Thunder Academy. He was selected fifth in the draft where Minnesota selected Abu Dunladi in first overall. Stead. Yeah, first overall instead of Jackson Yule. Um Jackson Yule, who was most recently playing uh, midfield for the U.S. men's national team. Uh, Abu Dinladi, um, I don't think he's actually played a minute of soccer in MLS this year. So anyways, there's oh, lots of there's lots of things going on. And San Jose is is one of the is a is a team that Minnesota has had their number on. Um, 
they're a team that plays very frenetic, uh, crazy kind of soccer. Um, yeah, sometimes they good, sometimes they bad. Yeah, and Minnesota seems to like always get them when they're bad, or just Minnesota has their number. Um, are there any other players specifically? Jesse, I got your number. I'm gonna make you mine. <laughs> All right, MJ. MJ. Another Minnesota Eight. connection, very loosely. Tommy Thompson, his father Greg Thompson, uh, went to high school in Stillwater. Cool. Is that is that it? Is that all you got? Well, I just want to mention another Minnesota connection on on the yeah. team. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. That Tommy Thompson's dad has connections here. He's connected. Is there some, is there is there anybody else we need to talk about? I mean, they don't have anybody else other than Jack Newell and uh, like uh, Chris Wondolowski. I mean, I mean, Wondolowski. I mean, we should yeah, we should talk about Wondolowski. The dude is the, is the all time leading goal scorer for an MLS. So he scores I mean, goals. Yeah, kind of a big deal. He's a he's a he's a poacher. He scores a lot of goals. Um, the. Uh, I, I, you see my eyes? They look dead like Zellers. <laughs> I I would also throw out Flory Youngworth, uh, who always seems to give Minnesota problems, um, is a, is another guy. And then, um, yeah, I mean... Espinoza. Espinoza, also. He's Christian, a DP. Christian Espinoza, not to get be confused with, with Roger Espinoza from Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Esp- is it is it, it's weird that Espinosa just fuck us up generally because that seems like a weird thing that Espinosa yeah. fuck us up generally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. I mean, so for those who don't know, designated players from Argentina is a thing. We have ours; they have theirs. There's this Christian Espinosa. Yeah. Yep. So he, he likes the fucking. What's up. a designated player? They can get paid so high that they don't count against the salary cap other than the maximum amount. Yeah. And then... Uh, so it's about the dollar bills. Yeah. And then As- Oswaldo Alanis, too, who is a defender for uh, Earthquakes. Um, oh, Alanis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, very good. Very good player, but also, yeah, fuck that guy. So. Our Aussie is way better than their Aussie. Fuck yeah. that. Arazi is the muscle. He's the enforcer. He's like the Tony Soprano. Uh, all right. So let's let's pick it. Who's gonna win? Uh, we San Jose. Do. Jess, you said three two. We do. We do. What's the we score? Do. Three two. Three two. All right. MJ, what do you get? What do you got? I say we win three nothing. The, All right. the negative Nathan is no longer here. We've proven that we can win away in Portland, and we have new players and a better defensive shape and playing responsible defense. And we've always had San Jose's number. So I'm going to pick the Minnesota United beats San Jose three nothing. All right, I got uh, three to one. I think they score a goal. Beat them into the dirt, into the goddamn dirt. Like they will walk out tiny, 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 like cartoons into the dirt. I will be disappointed. I think um, 
beat them into the goddamn dirt might be the uh the title of this podcast um <laughs> i hope so that would be awesome uh all right so you can always rate and review the podcast wherever you get your your, your fine don't podcasts. forget to vote on what song inspires you most to want to do a flash mob correct yes don't forget to do that um we will be posting that on the the tdikmn twitter feed um you can always follow me at Texas Zeller, MJ's at MJ Matsui. I'm sure I will I will repost that because um, Jess will probably post it from her Twitter feed, which is at Jessica 14408392. Um, yeah, nine or two. And for some reason she refuses to change that to make it easier because I don't know. She maybe she's an asshole. She's she's Dave. She's definitely a Dave if she's refusing to change her fucking Twitter handle to make it easier for anybody else to to get her to get at her. So um so yeah, so please uh the the Daves I know will we'll post will will post that poll for uh flash mob song. Um if you can't figure out eight digits, you don't deserve to at Jessica. That's that's, that's I mean yes. Technically, I I don't know. Anyways, uh, all right. No, it's okay. We have been the Daves. You know, this is the Daves. I know. A Dave. As you do yours, land here, become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We, 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 do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, uh, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, yo, I can't do nothing at all.